0: Nation. It is Valentine's Day And you know what time it is It's the season for love This is the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast I am your humble Humble host, Brian Renegade And with me I have a best Damn crew uh, First of all uh, This episode is for the latest You know what I'm saying uh, We gotta represent Today, we have A fitness influencer, model, fashion icon, fashionista, the one and only Queen of the Carolinas, Brie Anna Dion. What's happening, my sister? Hey, hey, hey. Oh, man, it's good to have you. How's everything going?
1: Things are going good. I cannot (laughs) complain. I'm happy to be here.
0: Well, thank you for being here, Lone, Michelle. Thank you for being here. We're going to ask you some questions because we got to get deep into it. But you're going to be part of the best damn crew today. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I'm happy to be here. So (laughs)
0: this
1: is the best place to be on a Wednesday.
0: I know, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, Next, I have the chef of all chefs uh we call him senior fuego he's the one and only chef showtime what's happening chef what's good what's good how you guys doing today oh man you know how we do it blessed and highly favored as the old folks would say you know what i'm saying really good day chef uh first of all i want to say this to you my brother happy birthday uh what you got? You got double duty today—Valentine's Day and birthday, huh? Whoever your, your partner is, boy, your present better be good. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, present better be good, Jack. You Got to celebrate birthday and Valentine's at the same time. <laughs> the uh, birthday, t-shirt. Oh, what I get you for my birthday, though? Oh man, well listen. Let's go ahead and get into this a little bit. We got our esteemed uh, guest, Brianna Dion. I'm going to give her the like, man, because uh, she has been doing her thing for a long time. I've been uh, watching your progress, and I've been impressed. I've been taking notes, you know what I'm saying, of, of uh, what to do and what not to do. Uh, beautiful people, if you haven't checked out her uh, social media page, I'm going to show you just a little bit about Brianna Dion. This is one of her videos.
1: I'm back with okay. an update, although I probably should have waited because I haven't been going hard in the gym like I should be. But my quads are now 23 when they were 22 and a half. My hips are now 40 and they were 38 and a half. And my waist is a 27 and a half. I guess I'm doing something.
0: I guess I'm doing something right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, she got, chef, she got more abs than me and you combined. That's what i Oh, man, what's happening? Uh, look, first of all, man, you went on this this crazy water cleanse, right? And it seems crazy for uh, most people because you did it for how long? About three days?
1: Um, This last time I did it for... I think it was like four days, but I was planning to do it only for... 72 hours, but I felt fine. So I just kept going.
0: What what made you do the water? Uh, what was what a water cleanse or what made you do that?
1: Um, So it's not my first time doing a water fast water cleanse. Um, I started out with just 24 hours and then I elevated because I um, know this young lady who is vegan and She has done um, this. She went through this program and they used to create meals that were energetic and things like that. So she just has a lot of knowledge. And she was just sharing with me how water fasting and water cleansing actually helps to get rid of like excess mucus and starve out any type of ailments that you have going on in your body. And at 72 hours, actually, your cells start to regenerate. Really? Yes. So that was really my motivation. Once I realized that I was a beast and I could starve myself on purpose for 24 hours. <laughs> I do this. So that was really, it's just health related for me, just to regenerate every so often a couple of times throughout the year um, to try to be as healthy as I possibly can be.
0: Oh man. what What's the difference between going on a, a, a diet and doing a cleanse? Um, so oh, I, don't no, first of all, you got you getting some flowers from a boo or somebody, uh, a loved one of sorts. Show, show them off. <laughs> oh, yeah, my son just about me
1: flowers.
0: In here. <laughs> oh, man, <Thank> yeah. you. <laughs> that boy on the right track. He on the right track. Right. He, got <laughs> he was raised good, he was raised right. <laughs>
1: so I do not diet. All right, I do not. Um. I believe in eating healthy, eating clean, um, trying to stay away from processed foods. So when you talk about a diet, I think it's very restrictive and restricting, which is why I think most diets fail. And people will try them and try the next fat diet and try the next fat diet because you're thinking about what you can't have. And those limits instead of thinking about what you can have and how to maximize what you're able to eat and still be healthy and still be healthy. So. I'm not into dieting,
0: but what was your question? Cause I forgot. <laughs> oh, I was I that you asked it. I was asking the question what was the difference between uh doing a fast and doing a diet. Okay. Right. And I, I know we see a lot of uh trends that come up to you know cut weight or uh to gain. Um I just I never liked diets. I never liked I don't even like the word diet. So yeah. <laughs> for me it was kind of hard, but you know, seeing some of the things that you were doing to some of these cleanses, I was like, man, I want to try that. Um, you said you felt really good uh, after your water cleanse. Tell Talk about another cleanse that you do. Uh, you do a greens cleanse also, right?
1: So I juice regularly. Not only do I drink the juices, my kids drink the juices. I like to juice things that I normally maybe wouldn't eat just because of the taste. Like things like dandelion greens are very, be- very bitter. Um, I don't eat consume a lot of parsley, so I'll juice that with cilantro. These are things that um, are blood purifiers and can help remove toxins and heavy metals out of your body. So I'll combine that with something like apples so that it's not too terrible for the kids to drink to take away some of the bitterness. (laughs) Yeah, I love to juice. It's a great way to consume your fruits and vegetables. If you're not a veggie eater, you don't have to eat them. Drink them, juice them
0: yeah that's that's a that's a good idea. um I saw something that you did with the uh the leftover pulp, I guess from the juice. um you dried it, and I've never seen that before. Can you talk about that?
1: Yeah, so when you're juicing, you have a lot of leftover scraps or pulp, and there's usually you're trying to figure out what to do with it because yeah, I've thrown so much of it away, but I was like there has to be a use for this. Right. I know that it serves a purpose. Like these are nutrients. So I put it in the oven um, on a baking sheet and I just baked it on low, like 175 to 185 for like four, between like four and six hours. You just have to keep looking at it to make sure that it's dry. Cause you want it to be dry. You want all the moisture to be out because otherwise once you seal it, it's going to mold. So you let it dry, let it cool. And then, I use a mason jar or some other glass jar that I have. And I put one of those little fresh packet things that come in like your vitamins and stuff. Uh-huh. I just it was like, I keep those. And so I put one of those <laughs> in there and yeah, I'll, when I make a smoothie, I'll pour the powder in. It's, you know, it's vitamins, it's nutrients, whatever you juice, it's now in a powder form. So if you buy stuff like that out of the store, you can make it at home, you know, and especially if you're juicing and you have the scraps left over, then you might as well just go ahead and utilize it. So you can put it in a smoothie, you can put it in tea, um, you can put it in your plants because it's vitamins and nutrients.
0: That's awesome. Is it is it hard for you to convince your children that what you are giving them is good for them? Because I know they probably get tempted by all the sugars and the sweets and the high fruit, those corn syrups and stuff. And then you come with uh some carrot chips and they're like, Oh nobody, oh nobody. Carrot chips, mama. Uh is it difficult trying to get your children to eat healthy?
1: So I have two kids. So my son, it's not very difficult at all. Um, he'll eat the healthy things. And sometimes he'll even refuse like the sweets if there are sweets in the house. Because, you know, their kids, are still allow them to have it sometimes. My daughter, on the other hand, that girl loves her some junk and some sweets. So for her, it is more of a struggle. But the thing is, I incorporate them and when we're juicing i'll have her help me i'll ask her if she wants to juice um i'll ask them if they want a smoothie um have her help make the smoothies so just by them seeing me eat healthy and talk to them about why it's important to eat healthy cuz i don't just say hey drink this This is what this is what you're going to have. Like I talk to them about why it's important to drink juice, green juices and why it's important to stay away from sugar and the effects that sugar has on your body. So I think just with repetition and them seeing me because it's not just something that I'm talking to them about. They actually see me living it and just trying to incorporate them into it. It's much easier for my son who is older than my daughter. But my daughter is a work in progress. But we get it done. We still get it done. We get it done. (laughs) Yes.
0: Oh, man, that's awesome. Uh, talk about your fitness journey and and how did you start to shape your body um, the way that you have?
1: So I would say I, my fitness journey really started in like college, but I was just inconsistent with working out. I really loved working out. Um, even after college, post college, I would go to the gym and I would be in there for like hours and I was seeing the results. but I was not eating my best. And so when I would have like a stubborn five to six pounds that I wanted to lose, it just it really wasn't going anywhere because I was not eating my best. And so I just did hate the word diet, but an elimination diet, so to speak, um, so to speak, getting rid of certain things that. I felt like wasn't good for my body. I started paying attention to the way my body was reacting to certain things and started eliminating it. And then when I did Mm -hmm. that, I felt better. I saw how my body responded with working out and eating healthy. And so I would say after I had my daughter, I got more consistent with it. Like now I'm completely consistent. So I'm in the gym anywhere from four to five times a week, sometimes three, just depending on how it goes. But it is really rejuvenating for me. Like I need to work out. It helps my mental health. It helps my emotional health. It just helps me to, to get through the day. And you know, exercise, exercise generates positive and orphans. So those positive and positive endorphins that you get from exercising, it helps your mood. It helps you to, you know, have a a bigger smile for the day and just to have a positive outlook and positive mindset. So it's not just all physical, it's emotional, it's mental. So just from working out, I've noticed the changes and that made me want to be consistent.
0: Mm. I think you've inspired a lot of women and they see you, they're like, well, Brie can do it. I can do it too. (laughs) And I- Are you, um, what do you say to those moms who, you know, want to get a little bit, uh, get their summer body ready, you know what I'm saying? Or trying to get some of that baby weight off. What kind of advice would you give them uh, just to get started and and stay focused on uh, achieving their journeys?
1: I would say start. Don't overthink it. Just go. The hardest part is usually always showing up. You have to show up first. Once you get there, you will figure it out. You will see people in the gym that will motivate you to be like, oh, if they're here, I can do it. Because sometimes in the mornings, like two or three times out of the week, there is a blind man that is in the gym working out. Like one of the staff from the gym will help him to the machines, but he is in there. He is blind. Like how much effort did it take for him to even get to the gym before he even got there, you know? So I would just say, start. And once you start, you have to remember your goals. Like you have to be, you have to make it something that really makes sense to you and means something to you. And once you have that emotional attachment to it, I don't think you'll wanna let yourself down. And once you realize that you start seeing results and you start feeling better, even though the scale may not move as fast as you want it, but you start having more energy, you start seeing that your pants are a little looser, you start seeing that you have decreased brain fog, your um, mood has improved, then I think that it's something that you really just have to look at the benefits of what you've already achieved and make it a long-term goal. You can't think of it as like, oh, I'm just going to the gym and I'm just gonna try this thing out, no. Let's make it a lifetime commitment because especially because you said moms, if you're a mom, you have kids and you need to be here for your kids and you want to be a positive example for your kids. So making a lifetime commitment because it's about changing your lifestyle. It's not just about doing something for now. It's about changing your lifestyle. So you have quality of life, longevity of life. And then You'll teach your kids because they're seeing you be consistent. They're seeing you taking care of your body. They're going to want to do the same things. So just start. Remember why you started. Have your goals and just don't give up. Even if you fall off the bandwagon, go again and again and again and again until you start to become consistent. You'll find some aspect that you'll fall in love with. there are so many variations of exercise. You know, there's Pilates, there's yoga, there's strength training, fitness training, boxing, fighting, MMA, um, Zumba, dance fitness. Like there are so many different avenues. So if, if one didn't work for you, don't give up. It's like going down the bread aisle. Like you might try this white bread over here and you didn't like the way that it tasted. So you tried wheat, like just keep trying it because this is for quality of life and it's for, you know, being here for your kids. You want to be able to run with them. That was another motivation for me, too, was I want to be in shape to run with my kids. My kids are very active. I'm not going to be the parent that's sitting here. I can't shoot the jump shot. I can't chase you.
0: No,
1: I'm going to be out here running with you. You're going to see that. Mama got it. You better run faster (laughs) because you're on your heels.
0: (laughs) Of course. Oh, man. Talk about some of the things that you do outside of the gym that kind of help you uh stay in shape like you mentioned like doing pilates and, and things like that what are some activities that you enjoy doing that keep you in shape
1: so one is definitely eating healthy um outside of the gym it is really important to eat healthy because you can work out and then come home and eat a trash diet, junk, and the results, you're just not going to see them. So eating healthy is really important to me because I know that what I put into my body matters and how I nourish my body um, really just helps me to feel better about myself just in general. And I see results from that. But also, yeah, um, Pilates has been um, something new that I started. And I have to say that I've liked it. I've enjoyed it because... Honestly, I'm not the best stretcher. Um, I love strength training, I do. um, And stretching hasn't been something that I've been consistent at. So Pilates allows me to still get a workout, but it allows me to lengthen lengthen my muscles and stretch. And that feels really good to just be able to do the things that you know you should be doing, but you're still working out, you're still physical. So I like that aspect of it, but also walking. I really enjoy getting outside, getting that vitamin D, the sun shining on me, listening to the birds chirp and just getting a nice walk in. I generally will use my ankle weights, put my ankle weights on and go for a walk, breathe in some fresh air and playing football and basketball with my son. I enjoy that as well.
0: Oh man, we gotta be tired just talking about this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna have a stretch after this. Oh man, that's great. Uh, well, listen, uh, Brianna, thank you for giving us uh, some of that information. We got another special guest in the building, and I'm gonna have you be part of the best damn crew and ask some questions. But I want to introduce the Jewel of the South. Uh, this woman is our first. Ever female wrestler on this platform, we've had legends of all sorts of kinds, and she is an up and rising star and legend in the making. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to do introduce the one and only Mirror Rose. What's that? How much? Girl, I like your whole fun way. You look comfortable <laughs> in your
2: house. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Happy Valentine's Day to you.
2: Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day.
0: Oh, man. It's great to see you. Uh, First of all, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Uh, And then I have this man, Mr. Everything, that just hopped on. Uh, I want him to give a a slight introduction into uh, how he knows you. And then we're going to get into a little bit about who he is you I'm saying. So, uh, Mr. Everything, can you hear me? Here. What's going on? All right. Can you please uh, give us some highlights about our esteemed guest?
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. Amira Rose is, like you said, is our very first women's wrestler. We're not gonna say females. We're gonna we are going to going to put no. We're gonna put some flowers on her name. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. First women's wrestler that we've had on the show. She's amazing talent. Um, I've had the esteemed honor to be in some locker rooms with her, be on some shows, see her work. Um, if I'm not mistaken, she, she came out of the Firestar Pro Wrestling Academy. Yes. Yeah. Um, and she's making her way through the towns, man. Um, it's it's hard to be a professional wrestler. In a men's game, it's just mm-hmm. 10 times harder doing it as a woman because there's so many different avenues, so many hoops and and hurdles that you got to go through and jump over just to make a name for yourself, for people to give you the respect that you deserve. And Amira is a woman who has went out there and got busy with no type of no holdbacks, no, no barriers, like anything she's ever come up against. This woman has gone through it. You know what I mean? uh i don't speak to her much i know she's probably like how you know all this i, I watch from afar <laughs> that's that's what veterans do we watch from afar and then we come and say yo good job and, and you just don't know what we're saying good job about we're watching we're always watching um so i'm exactly i mean i'm excited i'm honored to have the one and only amira rose
2: thank you thank you
3: Like tap some tap taps all around.
0: Uh, First of all, let me ask a question, right? When did you fall in love with wrestling?
2: It was definitely like sometime in middle, not middle school, um, elementary. I want to say it was like fifth grade. I think fifth grade. Yeah. So um, I know my brother was watching it. I ended up watching it with him, and I like to say I fell in love a little bit more than he did.
0: Who were some of the uh, the people that you uh, saw growing up that kind of influenced uh, you? Kind of get into the business.
2: The Hardys for sure. Lita. Um, there was a little bit of The Rock, um, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, DX, pretty much. And um, trying to think who else. Those are like the main, the main, main ones. Oh, Taker as well.
0: Okay, you talking about attitude era, that's my, that's my, that's my, mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> I think that's when a lot of people started, uh, to fall for wrestling because the, the TV was so edgy and the things that mm-hmm. they were doing, uh, were just, it was just wrong. Some of them, some of the mm-hmm. storylines back there was kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, do you remember any storylines that you actually liked, uh, growing up? What was one of your favorite storylines?
2: I think it was more so Trish and Lita's rivalry, because at that time, you know, the women's weren't being shown as much as they are now. So just watching them be able to get to have their moments and then also like main event for Rob, that was definitely something that I was into.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Um, have you tried Lita's? What up yet? No, I am not a Moonsault
2: girly. I'm not a high flyer. <laughs> I'll leave that to everyone else who's able to do it. But I have done her um, her Karana. I've done that. That's the most you would get out of me.
0: Uh, you're not jumping off the top rope? I
2: mean, I would, see, I would do like a hair pull from the top, but like as for doing flips. Yeah. yeah. Stay, <laughs> stay on the yeah. ground. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I'll stay on the ground. <laughs>
0: Awesome, awesome. Um, Well, listen, tell us about uh, some of the promotions that you've wrestled for uh, and for some of the fans that aren't familiar with you. Uh, Just tell them some of the companies and some of the talent that you've wrestled.
2: Okay. Um, Off the top of my head, I can remember Firestar Pro Wrestling. That's where I trained, graduated. That's where you see most of my stuff at. Um, I've also done Mission Pro Wrestling I want to say once or twice. I can't remember. I've been at ACCW. um, I've done XWW. I was just at um, DCW two weeks ago. I do all Caribbean wrestling. I kind of go with them a little bit um, or a few, if you guys know FEW. Um, I'm just trying to think. I've been all over the place. I've done... All elite wrestling as well. I've been on there like twice. Okay. Yeah, that's all I can remember off the top of my head.
0: <laughs> Who did you uh wrestle in in all elite wrestling? I know I saw a picture with you and uh I think it was Red Velvet.
2: Red Velvet was actually uh all Caribbean wrestling. Okay. Her at, yeah, not not for um all elite, but all elite I wrestled Tay Conti. She was my first opponent, and then the second opponent was Layla Gray.
0: Okay. So, how, how did it feel to get to mix it up with uh, those two ladies in the room?
2: It was crazy. It was
0: terrible? Who was terrible? T- tell me. Be honest.
2: I don't even want to <laughs> say they weren't terrible. Neither <laughs> one of them were terrible because, you know, they're on TV, they get a TV, you know, spill, blah, blah, blah. So, right. you know, they weren't really terrible. It was just. When I wrestled Tay, I was stupid green. It was like early in my career. So I really didn't know what to expect and I didn't have that many movesets. So going into it, I was just like, I can do this, blah, blah, blah. And I just feel like I didn't perform to my best of my ability. And then when I wrestled Layla, we both basically said that we wanted to wrestle each other, but you know, sometimes in wrestling your time gets cut. That kind of happened to us. So we didn't really get to do as much, but. Yeah, I I love wrestling her. I would wrestle her again.
0: How long have you been wrestling?
2: Uh, Since 2020. So about almost four years. December before.
0: Okay. All right. Was it hard to convince the people that you love that this is a career that you wanted to get into?
2: My dad, he was all for it. Straight out the bat. He's cool. My mom... Oh my gosh. My mom, it took forever. Honestly, the moment she was just like, okay, cool, was when I did a spot with Ronda Rousey on WWE. That was one of those moments where she was like, okay, you know, you're good. I can see you doing this. I will support you. But before it was just like, why are you doing this? You could be doing something else. And I was just like, because I, I love it and I'm actually good at it. And I could see myself doing this for years and potentially making it. So I guess her actually seeing that one moment and like somewhat seeing a future, she was just like, cool, I trust you. I will support you.
0: Was it difficult going through uh, wrestling school? Like t- take us through that experience of what it's like to be in, in a wrestling school program.
2: Um, I know for other people, it may be difficult. It wasn't so much for me because i do have an athletic background um what did hurt the absolute most you may will hear if you're listening you will hear people say this it's taking those dango bumps oh my god the <laughs> first few bumps i was just like what is this that oh my gosh mm-hmm. and then it took me forever to learn how to roll correctly because my body just wanted to go one way while my mom was saying go this way." I think that was really like the main issue for me was just trying to get my body to connect with my mind and just, you know, focus in this. But other than that, like, it wasn't too bad because I did sports and then I did marching band. So I was more into the physical aspect of it all as well as mental.
0: Oh, you did marching band. You had good knees. Yeah, so
3: yes. I already know. <laughs> you to to be strong.
2: <laughs> yes,
1: I had to. <laughs>
3: Yes. real quick with your with your sports background uh, touch mm-hmm. on what sports you've played and how that uh, helped you in terms of the professional wrestling how to transition um, with how to get into the wrestling aspect and your cardio mm-hmm. talk about the transition from the cardio from the sports you played before and getting into professional mm-hmm. wrestling because I tell people all the time ain't nothing like no wrestling cardio in this time planet. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you've mm-hmm. done Wrestling has Mm-mm. the most top-notch cardio ever. So, minus yes. do that, that little transition?
2: So, in elementary and middle, I did a little bit of the YMCA soccer. That was fun. Um, and then middle and high school, I did track. And when you say the cardio and wrestling is totally different, I was a sprinter. This has nothing on sprinting. Like, oh my gosh. Like, when I say... I'd be gassed sometimes just from running the ropes or doing like a spot. It's totally different than running like a 100 meter, 200 meter, 400 meter dash, 200 freaking really. It's totally different. So you, you, actually have to train your lungs and your body to go through the whole entire process of running the ropes and not getting winded and being able to learn how to breathe in and then breathe out when you're supposed to as well as running spots you have to learn to control your breathing and stuff so i think i definitely know that track helped with that because i knew whenever you're running you got to Breathe in and then breathe out through your mouth. Breathe in with your nose, breathe out with your mouth. So I do that whenever I I wrestle. As for soccer, I didn't really do that as much. But I will say I know marching band isn't really a sport, but I consider it a sport because I went through so much. Um, It helped with the discipline, being able to multitask, being able to remember things, um, as well as just staying on top of stuff and staying in shape. So throughout all that, I did um, work out and while I was doing sports, so that definitely helped in towards me becoming a wrestler.
0: Awesome. Uh, let me introduce you to uh fitness influencer, uh, Brianna Dion. Uh, Bri, do you have a question for our esteemed
2: kids? <laughs>
1: hey, how are
2: you? Good, and you?
1: I am good. It's so awesome um, <laughs> to be here with you, but also just to hear about you wrestling because mm-hmm. that looks like so much hard work. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know how in the world y'all do that. It, it mm-hmm. looks like theatrics, but at the same time, sports. You know what I'm saying? It's like this whole yes. theatrical sports event. So it looks like mm-hmm. just a lot goes into it. So mm-hmm. how do you mentally prepare for going out in the ring?
2: Like during the show?
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, honestly, I'm losing my mind. I go yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'm cool, calm and collected. But if I'm at a different place and I don't really know the crowd like that or the people in a locker room, I am low key. Like I'm I'm losing it, but I look so calm. So I just let my body do what it needs to do, let my mind do what it needs to do. But once I get through those curtains, it's just like something to switch every
1: time. Yeah. Lights, camera, action, then you're ready.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: That's what's
0: up. Absolutely. Uh, you know what? Uh I'm I'm really happy to see. Um uh, I gotta leave. You know what I'm really happy to see? <laughs> <laughs> um all of this representation um, mm-hmm. for from, from from black and brown people in wrestling, and mm-hmm. uh, I know we talked about it before. Um, but we growing up, we didn't really see a lot of that, um, and now you're seeing these these beautiful fit women like Bianca Belair and and mm-hmm. uh, Jade Cargill come up and really redefine uh, the stereotypes of black women. Can you talk about that real quick?
2: Oh, yeah, just like you said, growing up, I didn't really see that many people. There was Jacqueline, there was Jazz, there was Alicia Fox. And those were the main people, along with um, Awesome Kong. Like, those were the only few black women that was pretty much being shown on TV. So now you look on AEW, there's so many black women. You could look on WWE, whether it's Raw, SmackDown, or NST. There's are so many women. And then also when you look on the indies, I don't know if you guys seen that poster where they posted like the women within wrestling as well as the men. There's so many now. So I, I feel like this day and age, the younger generation who's looking up to us, they can definitely say, oh, my gosh, I see somebody just like me who's doing this. I can do it, too. I actually had somebody comment on my YouTube and he was like, my daughter actually have somebody to look up to. And that made me feel good because, you know, I didn't have that. I didn't really have that. So right. I love it so much that we have a lot of representation now.
0: Awesome. Uh, what are some of your goals in wrestling? Like, what are some things that you would like to personally achieve in your career?
2: Yeah. Uh, for one, win more belts because right now I got two um definitely hold up hold days. up what well, you
0: say you got you got two of them things
2: yes i got two
1: <laughs>
2: yes uh-huh. i have the firestar pro wrestling women's belt as well as united pro wrestling women's belt yeah there we are mirror we to belt
0: and <laughs> i had to throw them out there real quick you know what i'm saying just for <laughs> if, if people thought you was play pimping out here in these streets i had to mm-hmm. let them know
2: <laughs> yeah, i'm like that but yeah i just want to win a little bit more belts just to let people know that i'm definitely serious this year um i want to get out there some more go to different promotions wrestle a lot more names a lot more people um pretty much make a name for myself to where i feel confident enough to say hey yeah i'm a mirror rose you should definitely know who I am or when I go places, be like, oh my gosh, that's Amir Rose. That's what I want. As well as I want to do more matches on AEW um, and potentially do something for WWE. I know it's very slim, but you just never know. Um, and then potentially have a tryout. All
0: right. Uh, ain't no potentially it. You're going to do it, sister. So, we put that in the air. You know what I'm saying?
2: <laughs> yes.
0: We put that thing in the air, Jack. <laughs> um talk about some of your strength and conditioning right how do you uh how do you stay fit and ready
2: well i try to train as much as possible uh, whenever my schedule allows me to and then i also have a personal trainer that i've been going back to so he's been keeping me as well as sophi far in check so that's what i've been doing
0: awesome uh, we got the resident chef of the best day in wrestling podcast chef showtime up there birthday boy uh chef you got a question for our guests well what is your meal of choice your go-to meal that you eat every day
2: do y'all want the real version <laughs>
0: or the steak we want the real deal Yo, I eat hot and, and, and noodles <laughs> i
2: eat terrible like i'm not even gonna lie i will eat pizza over anything <laughs> so like but I don't know. I've been eating pasta. I've been trying to get a little bit better with it, but some pasta. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I mean, eat what it's you it's want. Eat what it you works. want. Look, look, that's the thing I tell people. We burn off so much uh, energy and calories. Mm-hmm. We eat whatever we want. So you stay in the gym, eat what you want, get in the ring, get busy. Get, they can't even touch you anyway. So if you start eating healthy, it's going to be really a problem.
2: But right. <laughs> Just wait <laughs> on it because it's it's coming. I'm, I'm gonna force
3: myself to do it one day. <laughs> it Real quick, um, when you talked about the representation in terms of uh what you see as a role model uh, now with the black community, um mm-hmm. uh, where do you feel yourself fitting at with the independent community, with all the black women that we have out there now? You know, you just mentioned that they had that poster. Where do you see mm-hmm. yourself fitting at in terms of all of that like do you you see yourself as one of the top role models do you see yourself as you know black girl magic or you know whatever label that you want to put where do you see yourself
2: um hmm. I see myself as someone who is on the come up so if someone look at my story from the beginning and then now they could be like oh yeah like underdog type I guess I don't know I I guess you had to follow me from like the beginning beginning and understand my story to like understand who I am and then people who are going through the same thing they could look at me be like okay she's an inspiration and I definitely appreciate where she's going and because she's doing that and she fought through what she had to fight through I can too so that's the type of representation or what I want people to look at as not more so like oh yeah she's the best of the best nah I want mine to actually have like a meaning behind
3: it right um a lot of time with with professional wrestling we start to build our character everyone Mm -hmm. says um your wrestling character is you heightened up to a a certain level whether it's times five times ten tell me who amira rose in terms of wrestling is in terms of real life like how how did and what was the biggest thing you had to overcome to become the amira rose for professional wrestling
2: Gotcha. I know I usually like do a cryptic message, but at this point I don't really care. Um, so, place of truth. Yeah, nah. I just feel like because I, everyone, ever, whenever somebody asks me this question, I usually be like, "Yeah, something happened to me back in like um, college, and that's why I'm this way." Mainly, I dealt with like a moment where I feared for my life. I thought I was going to die. I had. Uh ex who one day just snapped and just started abusing the crap out of me. And it put me in this situation where I was very low, depressed and stuff. And I started looking at life differently. I was just like, am I really moving in the way I want to move or am I settling? So I literally was just like, okay, cool. Let me look at things differently. Let me reevaluate my life. And throughout that phase, I just saw this thing called the Black Rose. And I started looking at the meaning. It was like rebirth. And I was just like, okay, cool. Let me just use that as a nickname if I do wrestling. So my character was more so a play on who I wish I was, which is more confident, more outspoken, taking control. Pretty much, I don't give a crap about what anybody says. Um, People are going to listen to me. Nobody's going to walk over me. That's pretty much who I started pretty much making myself into. So I kept that since 2018. And then once I actually debuted it, I debuted as Lily. It's still out there. Debuted as Lily. So people saw me go from like this bubbly, like shy guy to this girl who was like, you know what? Heck no, this is not what we're about to do. I'm Amira Rose. You better freaking listen to me and know my name. So that's where my character came from. It's more so like a play on my life, like who I wish I was, and pretty much building my own confidence while I'm doing it, and just telling a little story, all at the same time.
3: I love. Let me tell you guys. Let me let me tell you guys. Amira would be in the locker room, and you would not even know she's even in there. Okay, she's being there, she'll, she'll be doing her hair, she'll be doing the makeup, and she'll be on her phone or whatever. And she's quiet, mm-hmm. extremely quiet. Like you would have to go and look for her to know she's mm-hmm. in the show. But when it's showtime yes. and she's at that curtain, she walked through there mm-hmm. night and day, night <laughs> and day. Like it's, it's bananas the way she just turns it on like that.
2: Yes, I've actually had my uncle say the same thing. He came down from Germany and he was like, where's the mirror rose you be posting on social media like you're so quiet right now where's this girl i'm like you gotta catch me off guard like you gotta catch me in the move, man
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man what are what are some of the biggest challenges that you've faced since you started your wrestling journey i'm not
2: really getting the respect but having people trust you enough to put you on their show cuz mm-hmm. sometimes you can reach out and you have so much faith in what you can do but the promoter may not and you don't get a reply that's my main issue currently is that or also getting in my head cuz you can ask any wrestler this th- what we do is so tough you'll have moments where you're like oh my gosh this is the best thing ever i'm I'm going the path that I want to go. Everything's working out in my favor. And then you have a moment where you're like, ooh, is this really what I want to do? Why isn't it things working out right? So that's one of my issues that I do have is sometimes I have like very bad anxiety. I get in my head and I just start questioning things.
1: Do you have a manager or are you the one that's doing all the reaching out in order to get booked for different shows?
2: Me, we're all independent contractors, pretty much. Shoot, I wish I had a manager, (laughs) make my life easier.
3: (laughs) Well, at at the moment, that's the way things are working. But, however, Mm -hmm. I have something to uh, tell you, Amira. Um, Okay. We've had a guest on the show. His name is Uh Austin Aries, Uh and he mentioned on the show that he's actually going to start running a uh, an agency for independent wrestlers oh, so Amira mm-hmm. if you keep your head high and, uh-huh. your, and your toes you know standing on business it could be a possibility and it could be an opportunity I can connect you with Austin Aries and we we'll see how that okay. works out because he knows exactly how it, how it is in terms of what we go through to try to get these promoters to pay us correctly and mm-hmm. treat us correctly he right. wants to be that middleman to say, no, if you can't pay her a hotel, a flight mm-hmm. per diem, cause we got to eat and, mm-hmm. and transportation from the hotel to the, to the venue, to the airport, then we're not doing it. You know, he's he wants to be able to put us in a position to where we're in demand. So mm-hmm. that way we don't have to demand anything. And
2: I so, love that. You
3: know, We'll we'll see what happens, man. Uh, he's his first show that he put on was last month or this month, earlier this month. Uh, Mm Um, he has a promotion down in Cleveland, Florida, or Crestview, somewhere around there, down in the panhandle of Florida. Um, so I'm going to connect you with him with that as well. And then, you know, we want to see what happens after that.
2: Definitely. Thank you.
3: How, How would you describe your style?
0: Um, both outside of the ring and inside of the ring like how uh i want to know what do you dress like on a normal basis and Uh, what is your ring gear how did you uh get inspired by your ring gear to have your ring gear
2: so outside i think it's more comfortable as you can see like when it's not show day it's comfortable during the show day i pretty much dress as if i've already made it i've always heard that dress as if you've made it you never know who's there who's in the building um and then for my gear it's really just whatever i can find like fabric wise but people come up to me like oh yeah your gear reminds me of mortal Kombat," and i'm like oh really and they're like yeah so i just find a fabric or i go off of so flies um gear and just go from there
0: awesome Uh, Let me uh, give the spotlight real quick to uh, to Brianna Beyond because uh, not only is she a uh, fitness influencer, but she also sells life insurance. And so I wanted to give her a spot because a lot of entertainers, um, they don't have life insurance. Uh, They don't know how to apply for it in certain arenas like wrestling or MMA or fighting professionally it may be difficult to know what kind of uh, insurance plans that you should get. So uh, I want to get some some information on life insurance and why it's important to have life insurance, uh, whether you are a regular person or whether you are an entertainer.
1: Yeah, so I am a licensed life insurance agent. Um, life insurance is something that everyone absolutely should have. It doesn't matter if you have kids or you don't have kids, you absolutely need life insurance. I would say a big misconception about life insurance is that it can only be used upon death when it pays out to the beneficiary. But that's not true. Um, you can utilize life insurance while you are still living. A lot of people do that. If you think about the Rockefellers, that's something that they did. There's books that have been written about this from many, many years ago. Um, Walt Disney started by utilizing money from a life insurance policy, J.C. Penney. Um, John Deere, there are several other companies as well. So it's really important, one, to protect yourself so that, and being financially responsible so that your family doesn't have to do that, you know, have a GoFundMe or figure out how they're gonna pay for expenses upon, you know, your death, because everyone's gonna die at some point in life, which, you know, we're hoping that that's many, many years from now, but it's just about being responsible. And then the other part of that is also, understanding what life insurance can do for you i know a lot of people that are independent contractors don't think about retirement and when you don't have a 401k or you don't have some type of savings plan for the future you can utilize life insurance for that as well that's one of the aspects of being able to utilize it while you're still living um, there's different types of life insurance, of course. So in order to be able to pull from a cash value account, you would need to have life insurance that also includes cash value. So there's permanent life insurance and then there's term. And underneath that, there are different products.
0: Um, what will be the benefit uh, of a wrestler having life insurance?
1: Well, it's finance yeah. 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 So if I understand just from this conversation that wrestlers are independent contractors, so I would say there's no 401k plan. So if you establish a life insurance contract that has cash value, you can plan for your retirement by utilizing that life insurance. You know, you're paying your premium. You have money that's going into your cash value account. Um, You're planning for how much money you're going to need for retirement. It's really a whole financial snapshot and planning is to understand what your needs are when you retire. How much money are you gonna need to live comfortably from retirement age to your predicted amount of years that you expect to pass away? If that's 25 years, do you have enough money in the bank to say you're gonna need $90,000 a year times 20? So with life insurance, you're able to have your death benefit as well as accumulate that cash value. And you can say, oh, I plan to retire at 65. So then you can start to borrow from the policy to utilize that as retirement income. Awesome. And And hold on, sorry. But another aspect of that is living benefits too. So if you become severely injured or ill, like having a separate kneecap or, um suffer from a heart attack or stroke, you're able to utilize the living benefit so that you're able to still live. You can pull money from the life insurance policy, you know, to pay for hospital bills and still be able to live while you're dealing with this illness. So you don't have that type of mental anguish and stress, as well as a financial burden. You can utilize the life insurance in that aspect, too.
2: Okay.
0: Um, That's great. Let me get um, some information real quick, because um, some wrestlers do have injuries, right? And stuff does happen. Um, on the fitness side, what are some ways of recovering from an injury? like what are some things that you can do to help recover from an injury?
1: I think first you need to see your doctor to make sure there's nothing serious that's going on but um sauna cryo cairo cryo I already say that wrong
0: cryo. Is that the no something
1: like that it's close <laughs> yes it's really good for your body and even just going from the sauna into a cold shower to just shock your body after you've done that it helps to relieve inflammation out there are different herbs that you can use that are good for inflammation there's different topicals um topical herbal herbals that you can use um and then also stretching i mean i think it's really important that we pay attention to her tendons and our ligaments just as much as we do um, building our muscles. So, I would definitely say those things for sure. They've helped me, and that's why I can say that. And I know people that, um, former professional athletes, that really swear by the sauna and the cryotherapy. They work. Cryo, yeah, right. cryo. What is it?
0: I think it's cryo. Cryo. It cryo, <laughs> cryo. That, that's going to be a word for the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if I'm crying, I win. <laughs> we oh, man. Well, thank you uh, for that information. Yeah. Uh, I-, I wanted to have you talk about that because um, we have both ends of the spectrum, right, Amira? Uh, you kind of just getting into the game and Mr. Everything. You've been wrestling for a long time. And I know that a lot of wrestlers actually watch the show and they don't have life insurance or, or have a way of going about it was knowing how they can use it. You know what I'm saying? Like you can actually take money out of your life insurance and pay for all your troubles. You know what I'm saying? And then you just got to pay, you know, put money back in at the end of the year. But, um, I think it's good to talk about that because I don't think a lot of people talk about that. Mr. Everything. Is that something that you hear on the, on the indie circuits, man, people talking about, you know, life insurance. I know a lot of people have like families and stuff
3: nah not very much man i mean well i don't think anybody really talks about any kind of insurance at all um me myself being a military veteran i just go to the va which is horrible so so horrible so so horrible we got to do so much better for our our veterans because we go through so much just to get some type of service um and we've given the service now we got to fight to actually get our type of health health insurance and um doctor's appointments and coverage and all that jazz but it's not something very common that we've um we talk about on the independence it may be on the top levels like the larger companies but in as far as the independence that you know, everybody is just kind of doing their own thing and figuring out as they go we're we we have the men's mind mentality and american attest to it to where we're like i'm not going to get injured i'm not going to do none of the stupid stuff but then um uh, with professional wrestling, we can get in the ring and do whatever and do all the crazy stuff and go through tables and chairs and whatnot and then go home and slip on a daggone Lego and tear our whole yeah. kneecap out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like wrestling yeah. wrestling has got to be the most backwards thing. Like our lives <laughs> are the most backwards things that, that, that you have in the planet. We can do all this crazy stuff in the yeah. ring. Be fine. People looking at us like, you're not hurt? Nope, I feel great. And go home mm-hmm. and, and slip on a banana peel and hit my head on the side of the daggone and dress it. Right. Like, how did that happen? From wrestling? No, I was I was at home, but we lied. <laughs> we, we, we lied though. We lied real quick. Uh, I, I got in a bar fight. Yeah, you see the other guy.
1: You
0: know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can I can definitely see that, man. Um,
1: but that's I'll what think. i do what i do you know because these conversations aren't prevalent amongst certain communities amongst certain professions so it's important to be able to share the information so that then a seed is dropped and then maybe you'll go and research it on your own or you know research books that you can find online And just get more educated about it, but not just take the education, but then act because you realize that, oh, this is something that I can really utilize and it will help me now, but it can also help my children and my children's children. So it's really about dropping that seed and just sharing because. I didn't always know this stuff either. It was somebody who shared it with me. And then I was like, what is this real? And then I started reading the books about it, reading the books, talking to people who have utilized life insurance in real life. And then I've been able to do it myself.
0: Awesome. You know, I, I might go look up some premiums right now. <laughs> right, after, right after this show, I'm gonna give a nice premium. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm
3: never, uh, real quick, so, with you only being in the business for four years uh, and you've seen some of, like some of the top talent all around the U.S. on the independence and on the larger companies, give me somebody you would love to have the opportunity to step in the ring with and let me know if it's like a as a learning experience or just to be able to test your ability.
2: Um, I know I recently did Red Velvet. She was definitely one of them. I want to say Thunder Rosa just because they say she's like a hard hitter. Um, I definitely also want to wrestle a lot more well, not a lot more because I haven't wrestled anybody but Japanese wrestlers because that's the type of style that I study. So I just want to be able to like learn their style all while wrestling them at the same time.
0: Oh, you want to be balanced? Okay. (laughs) What's the
1: difference between like Japanese style and American style?
2: Ooh, that's a big difference um, some will say that they're hard hitters but they're <laughs> not really they do a lot more I'm, I'm about to speak wrestling terms spots so their stuff is more boom 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 and then you probably get what I'm saying um, I everything. but their style is totally different American is like we have our beginning the middle and the end theirs is it, it's constant it's constant
3: yeah, um, so, so I've in been, been chocolate, yeah. In terms of Japanese style, um, they're constantly going, it's all, it's always some yes. kind of action. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. and, they, and they, they, they do a lot of hot stuff. Too. yeah, yeah. And then once they stop, there's the pizzazz, so it's like beep, beep, mm-hmm. beep, boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom, and then mm-hmm. wow, well, with mm-hmm. American style, well. Ah, let's go, brother, and then we'll work it a little mm-hmm. bit. Like, okay, let's go to this hole and we'll work it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's do this spot and we're we'll working a little bit. And you know, we 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 everything is built on emotion, whether it's Japanese or American, but we kind of take our time a lot more than Japanese style. And they are yeah. a lot more snug than we are. So once yes. they get to a point, it's like, okay, I'm gonna lay it in, brother. They lay it in. We're over mm-hmm. here, like I mean, you hit me too hard, we, we have a real situation, real problem. <laughs>
2: also their crowd is different so with us our crowd is more like you will hear them constantly if you watch a Japanese match 9 times out of 10 they're silent they are silent until they do like that big move where it's like oh yeah now it's time for me to clap and then it's like you'll hear them make little noises but it's it's night and day yeah
0: um, Man, I think that after I think after Chop to to my nipple, I, I'm quitting after that. I don't want to get <laughs> you. Know <what> I'm no, <laughs> ah, <nah>, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I am good i am good i am not to be a uh, trash collector. So, uh, who's hit you the hardest so far? Uh,
2: have you been hit hard yet? Have you all known my trainer? LeBron goes off. He hits hard as hell. I want to say it's between Dream Girl Ellie and Red Velvet. Oh. Their their forearms and their chops hurt, but I love it because I'm like, I always told people, please hit me, <laughs> like let me feel that junk. I will give it right back to you. But yeah, it's between those two. Oh
0: man! Like I see first yeah, time, I'm
3: doing that Look straight. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you you feel or how do you feel about intergender wrestling, Um, women versus men? How do you feel about that aspect?
2: I'm not against it at all because the reason why I said it is because when I train, I train mostly guys. So if I have a practice match, I have a practice match with the guys. And at first I was more comfortable wrestling them because of that. I was like the only female for the absolute longest. So if someone was like, hey, I want you to wrestle so and so, I'm cool with it. I mean, at DCW, I wrestle Kaden and we had a great match. So I, I'm all for it. If anybody ever wanted to book me, I'm like, cool, let's do this. Let me be able to showcase some of the stuff that I'm now able to showcase with the girls. I love it. Oh. And you know, Kate, you
3: know Caden um... you know, you know, you know, you know, don't count.
2: <laughs> Not at all.
3: Katie is the princess <laughs> of independent wrestling. <laughs> we got to get Katie on the show one day too. I'm going to I'm going to set that up right now. We got to get Katie on the show.
0: Let's, Let's make it happen. Let's make that happen. Oh man! Oh, real quick, just a little le- leisure conversation. Did you guys happen to check out the Super Bowl this weekend?
2: Yeah. Nope. Oh. Yes.
0: It is? <laughs> okay. Uh, let's talk about that halftime show real quick. Uh, (laughs) uh, I want to get your thoughts. You know, we got two ladies here. I wanted to get your thoughts on Usher's halftime show and how it, um, how it compared to last year's with Rihanna. First of all, did you guys enjoy, let me ask Samira first. Did you uh, enjoy the halftime show?
2: I did. I like how simple it was, yet he had a lot going on. I feel like it worked for Usher. If anybody else did it, I don't know, but it worked for Usher. It gave me like the Vegas vibe, like what he does down there. So I was I liked it.
0: Okay. Uh there was one spot where Usher and Alicia Keys kind of, you know, they were performing together and we got to talk about that thing. Uh Bree I know you saw it. Uh Usher was a little a little snug on uh on Alicia Keys, man. Uh, do you think do you think it went too far?
1: So, I just thought it was a part of the performance. Like I really didn't think anything outside of that. They're entertainers. I mean, they want you to continue to talk about the performance even after it's done, you know what I'm saying? So, I just thought it was a part of the performance. That's it.
0: Uh, uh Swiss Beat same thing that
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> people like, hey man you got one more check you got one more time to touch my woman like that bro
3: you got but one did more really though because really, let's let's think about it they had to have uh rehearsed before they went out there i'm sure mm-hmm. they spoke about that spot before right. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like it's in the spur of the moment come here baby i love you type thing like and if it was, it's it's something. It's pretty innocent, to in my opinion. You know, because you're you're doing a Super Bowl. <laughs>
0: they look innocent to you, huh? That's some that's some work wife vibes right there. Look how happy she is. I ain't never seen her that happy with Swiss. Get your hands. you were doing. Has she ever yeah. done
3: a Super Bowl?
0: I'm telling you, that's why that's why the ice cream machine don't work right there. Ice cream machine don't work because uh they up there hugging and stuff, but uh, I don't know.
3: I thought it was was 192. Why I don't like the internet?
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, no, man. Thank you, boy. I should keep his hands to himself, you know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. Uh, I thought it was a good show. Did you enjoy the games? Uh, Bree, I know you uh, I know you watched it. Did you enjoy the game?
1: I did. I just thought it was really long, but I did think that it was a good Super Bowl um, because nobody wants to watch a boring game, especially for the Super Bowl. So I enjoyed it. At first, though, I thought the 49ers were going to win because their defense was solid.
0: Yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought they had a, a good good, solid run. Uh, uh, come here, let me ask you a real question. Do you think that the Super Bowl is rigged. Do you think that they put on fake We wrestling fans. I know what a scripted show looked like. All of that looked scripted to me. It was way too many commercials. Uh, they had a whole new uh, overtime huh? with all new rules and shit. Like, do you think that show was scripted? You are a wrestler. You've been on wrestling promotions and shows before. Do you think the Super Bowl was scripted?
2: Honestly, I, I don't know. Like, I've saw so many, like, TikToks saying that it was. So it's, like, kind of making me think, maybe it is. And I've also heard about that for, like, other sports where we thought it was, quote-unquote, real. So, I don't know. Like, the more and more I see videos that's coming out, I'm like, hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's too coincidental. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to also get canceled for saying the wrong thing, so. Well, I'll say it for you. I think it was script. I, said, <laughs> I
0: was looking at that game. I was like, hmm, that looked mighty planned. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was a couple situations where uh, they shouldn't have made it that far. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, yeah. I I digress. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't, don't want to get demonetized. But anyway, yeah. uh, I thought the Super Bowl. I thought that was good, but it did look a little a little suspect.
2: Yeah, my main issue was just how much they showed Taylor Swift. I was just like, okay, I get it. She's dating whats in space, but, like, we don't have to show her every five seconds.
1: That's hey, what well it's posted on
2: social media. That's it.
1: She's say what you want. Herself. That's why they keep showing her. Because yeah, she's like but, yeah, like... in another demographic audience to... Yeah. yeah. And just because they know she's going to be there.
0: Yeah. Uh, say what you want. Tay-Tay won the Super Bowl. Taylor (laughs) Swift won the Super Bowl She took took that victory Jack (laughs) For sure Oh man, well listen uh, Ladies and gentlemen It has been a great conversation Uh, Real quick I want uh, you guys To let everybody know What you got going on And where can they find you Let me start at the top Miss Brianna Dion. What you got going on and where can people find you?
1: So let's see, if you need life insurance, <laughs> definitely contact me because I can definitely help you. Um, my son has something going on. He is now a child author. He has written a book. It's called JMP Plays Football. And you can go to www.bigvisionkids.com to check that book out, actually to order a copy of the book. Uh, my daughter's book will be coming up next. Um, you can find me on Instagram at it's a fit me and on TikTok I'm at fabfitbri b r i Brie. Yeah,
0: awesome. So make sure
1: you. I can't, it's just all about the kids tonight though.
0: Yeah, all about the kids, mm-hmm. you know. Say, treating like the kids, <laughs> you know. <what> I'm saying? oh <laughs> uh, well, thank you. Uh, and y'all make sure y'all go follow uh, Miss Brianna. You know, and her fitness terms, Thank and get you. some insurance, Mister Everything. what you guys are going on? And where can the people find
3: you? Oh man, you already know. So look, follow my TikTok and even more TikTok followers, because now I got my TikTok shop set up. I'm selling stuff. I got some shoes from TikTok. I got some shoes, nice shoes, I right, lightweight. So. Uh, follow my TikTok, man uh, Official underscore Mr. Everything uh, You already know I'm always wrestling Somewhere I'm working on um, I'm getting ready to get into a stage play uh, I've worked with a guy named Maurice Lockner. he has been on the Cosby show, he has done some Tyler Perry plays um, He came and we Sat down, we chopped it up and he has something coming up Here in Raleigh and, and you know Across the US, he just did A show with Vicky Winings In Oklahoma City So he's like, yo man I've watched you. I sit back and I observe. I want to put you on to some stuff. So, be on the lookout for Mr. Everything. Stepping on the stage. Doing the stage play thing. I yeah. got movies out. I got TV shows out. I've been on wrestling shows. Now I'm going to be on the stage play. Because I do everything. That's right.
0: That's right. Is it
1: uh,
0: <laughs> y'all make sure y'all go check out Mr. Everything Tubi movies. You got something on Tubi
3: movies. Hey. do you? Say, you make it sound so Are bad, right? like so. Dirty. Are you like, serious? Tubi be yeah. having his moments. Yeah, yeah. Tubi yeah. be having his moments, but I have—I have a really. It's my first movie. You know, we we did our thing. It's is, it is zero budget. Zero. We ain't had no money, <laughs> no money. But you know what? No money movie would get us big money movie. So there you know, go. it's, it's just—it's a process. It's a process. Oh, and, and I'm coming to Dallas, Texas, March 2nd. Um, I will step I will be stepping in the ring for the very first time for four, professional wrestling ran by Sir Mo. Uh, and my opponent has changed. So originally it was going to be the future. Now it's going to be Ryan Davidson. We've had him on the show. I've stepped in the ring with him before. He's done some stuff with uh, just some of Japan's companies, and he is one of the top uh trainers for reality of wrestling and uh pretty soon you will see me at reality of wrestling ran by booker t and charmel so there's that It's everything's on it all
0: right that's mr everything y'all go follow him on all his platforms go watch one of his Tubi movies when he got one of them bad ass top pair of wigs <laughs> half, half dreads half afro Box braids in the back, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, uh, Miss Amira Rose, what you got going on, and where can the people find you?
2: This Saturday, I will be in Tennessee for Imperial. Um, I'm not 100% sure if the match is confirmed, but yeah, I will be there. Um, and I'm trying to think if I have something next week no I actually don't have nothing next week the next bookings I have is in March so I'll be posting that on my Instagram, um, Facebook as well as Twitter so you guys can follow me on those Um, I also have TikTok and YouTube so my handle is the same for each and every one of them so you can follow me at Lil McKenzie so that's L-I-L M-C-C-I-Z-Z-I-E and don't ask me where that came from because I really don't know
0: <laughs> little McKenzie. <All> That's right. <laughs> how like somebody So call you. When your cousin gave you that name? That's what that is. Little, little McKenzie.
3: <laughs> Brian, real quick, before we move on, before we move on, you know what we got to do. You know what we have to do. We do it every time we have a guest. And I'm an equal opportunity ass hander. So, Amira Rose, it's time to take you.
0: To promo school, oh a-
3: lord, <laughs> do we, a-
0: do we, a- grab- we don't have a oh, graduate for that. Come on, i uh, grab- well, yeah, well, yeah, mm, yeah, one of them. Uh, promo school, listen, uh, we do this thing each and every episode. Mr. Everything always has some kind of a beef with the wrestlers that we have on the show. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, we're gonna have you cut a promo on Mr. Everything uh just go ahead and hand his ass to him you know what i'm saying I, I don't want you to leave no stone unturned i want you to go for the juggler you know what i'm saying take him out pull some of the hairs out of his beard you know what i'm saying i want you to go in on this promo uh so, uh mirror you go on first uh do your worst we're going to promo school
2: all right let's see what what can i say hmm all right let me get into character real quick give me a second you call yourself mr everything i give you that because you've done so much you've been everywhere pretty much and you made a a name for yourself but my name is amira rose and there's absolutely nothing that is going to stop me from getting what i want especially you so if you want to get in the ring with me and try me because i'm a girl trust me you got something coming for you so mr everything keep that little name because once i'm done with you you're gonna be mr nothing see you next week (laughs) <laughs> you
0: left the mic smoking. Mr. Everything, what you got to say, that's a hard act to follow, my friend.
3: It is. It is. And the issue is that it was an act.
0: Hmm.
3: A mirror. You act like you're one of the best. You act like you're hmm. one of the toughest women in professional wrestling today. Let me tell you something. I don't act like I'm tough. I don't act like I'm Mr. Everything because I've always been Mr. Everything, whether it's in the wrestling ring, a boxing ring, an MMA cage, behind the camera, in front of a camera, on a runway stage, on a... I don't, it doesn't matter what it was. I've always been and always will be Mr. Everything. Now, let me explain something to you. Literally, I'm not one to put my hands on a woman. But I know somebody who can. Because, see, not only have I been Victor Andrews, I've always been Jessica Lashley. So, anytime that you feel like you're ready to step in the ring with a legend like Jessica Lashley, (laughs) better do your research. Ask my older brother about me because Jessica Lashley is ready. When you are, oh man! Listen, you got to go in drag
0: in order for <laughs> you to fight. I'm <laughs> gonna put a on a wig and a dress. Look, look, I'm putting it all out there. All of it, out there, bro. <laughs> yeah, you are on TV with a <laughs> dress on, you them, you bro. Didn't see that I bet you didn't see that coming. I didn't. Nah, I, I didn't. <laughs> that, that, that took a turn. That took a U-turn, detour. All right, I'll say. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, that was promo school. Uh, We appreciate you for participating in that and handing Mr. Everything half into his ass. We appreciate that thing. Oh, man, listen. We do this thing each and every Wednesday. It's a way for us to give a little bit of motivation, a way for us to give back, to get people through their week. Mr. Everything, do you have a final word or a word of motivation for your beautiful subjects.
3: Yes. um, Live life like it is your last second. And what I mean by that is don't hold nothing back. Don't accept no as a final answer. Don't go into hopes and wishes and what ifs, just go and get it. Whatever it is you want to do, go and get it. Whatever it is you want to pursue, go and pursue it. Whatever it is you want to grasp, it's right there. It may not happen today, it may not happen tomorrow, but as long as you put enough energy, enough power into it, it will happen. Faith without works is dead, so put some energy into whatever you want to do and go do it. That is Mr. Everything's final word For the best damn wrestling podcast
0: Oh man that was a great final word From the one and only Mr. Everything Victor Andrews (laughs) Breonna D.O Do you have a final word Or word of motivation For your beautiful subjects
1: Absolutely To piggyback off of what Mr. Everything said Be kind to yourselves. Take inventory of your thoughts, what you're listening to, what you're watching. If you are kind, then you can be kind in this world. If you don't know how to be, just practice. Write down one positive statement and revisit that over and over and over until it starts to resonate with you. And then you can begin to say more positive things about yourself. If you have a positive mindset, You can be kind in this world. If you have a positive mindset, you can just change your trajectory of even your life and how you see things, just your outlook, period, which will cause you to go farther so that you can just do those things that you want to do. You won't be held captive to your own thoughts. So take inventory, be positive, be kind.
0: Oh man, that is the final word from the one and only, Brianna Dion. Up. Miss Amira Rose, do you have a final word, a word of motivation, a word to get people through their week that you would like to share with your beautiful followers?
2: Yeah, since they're piggybacking off of each other, um, I would say stay motivated. Write down your goals manifest often because whatever you write down could eventually happen. That's what happened with me. Um, so even if it's small or it's large, no matter how big it is, write it down. Cause you never know one day it might come true and you might actually be surprised. So just continue fighting for it.
0: Just continue fighting for it. That is a quotable from the one and only Amira Rose. Let me get big face real quick. Oh, I'm out here sweating like us. once he got off the stage, <laughs> hold up. My final word uh, comes from uh, an author. His name is Robert Brooks. It is not what you don't have. It's what you think that you need that keeps you from being happy and successful. Let me say that again. It's not what you don't have, but it's what you think you need that's holding you back from being happy and successful. Sometimes we can want things and say, oh man, once I get that gym membership, then I get my body right. Or once once I get that car, then I'll be happy. You know what I'm saying? Once I get these physical things, then I'll be able to start my business. You know what I'm saying? And most of the time it's not like that. You have to be in a place where you can receive blessings in life. And sometimes you have to take what you already have and mold it and use it and start from where you are. And then once you start from where you are, then things that you want and need will start to come to you. You will start to attract those things. You know what I'm saying? So don't be paralyzed with things that you think you need in order for you to be successful. Just start where you are, make a plan, execute, and make it happen. That is a final word. From your boy Brian Renegade. Listen, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is, has been a great show. Thank you guys for joining us, uh, Miss Amira Rose and Brianna Beyond. You are both alumni and members of the best damn crew. You can come on anytime that you want to. If you got something to promote, talk about. You can come on the show and just shoot uh, shoot the shit with us. You know what I'm saying? Man? we always have great conversations. Um, if you got a word of motivation that you want to get across to your people, you can let us know. You know what I'm saying? But you guys are welcome anytime on the show. Thank you, uh, for being here.
1: Thank you, enjoy. Thank you, Boy. <laughs> <laughs> real
3: quick, real quick, and ladies, please, please help us getting more women on the show. We, we've had a lot of guys, I've I had connections with women, but you ladies have the the front line to you know motivators and people that are doing things amira you have connections with independent wrestlers um brianna i'm sure you have connected with a lot of fitness uh women and you know whatever they're doing entrepreneurs women that are doing things role models um black girl magic you know women power all that good jazz bring them on to the show so that way we can get more information out for people who really need to hear particular things and and see uh-huh. that there are women out here that are doing things um because there's too many too much media that are showing the women that are, that are doing like the negative stuff and then the ratchetness and all that we want positive women like the two of you so thank you so much for being on here and please please send me your way if you guys enjoyed yourself did you enjoy yourself
2: yeah have
3: yes. did good <laughs> You sure? You had a good time? You
0: had a good time? All right. So, uh, Brian, you going to close this out? Or... Yeah, I got you. Uh, listen, beautiful people,
3: we got to go. We got loved ones we got to make
0: love to. Thank you for joining the show. If you're listening to us on Radio Land, on iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, Pandora, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcast, you can check out the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And if you're watching us on uh, x Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. Thank you for watching us. We will see you next week. Best data wrestling podcast. Uh, Ladies, you are OGs of the show. Uh, You're welcome in time. Beautiful people, we will see you again. But until then, we bid you. Boo!